Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuchinell and Susie Mazzoli. Here we are already heading into the last two months of the year. Pam is going to let us know all about this week, week number 45, which starts on November the 6th. And then I will be back with our meditation. November 6th has the moon in Leo and still this challenge of right communications that we want to make sure we've put in place. The moon goes void, of course, at 2.25 a.m. And then it enters Virgo at 2.39 p.m. So that's over 12 hours of a void moon. Of course, some of the morning, some people will be sleeping Eastern time. But basically, what I would like to stress on this morning is it's high creativity and octave for really deep love and sharing of resources. And that may be a little bit of a challenge depending on your situation or what you're confronted with. As I've been talking about for the past few weeks with uh, coming off the eclipse season so much, anger, anxiety has been stirred up. And so every day, it's really valuable to work on high concentration of love and a sense of how you want harmony to unfold. What I, uh, the analogy I was thinking of before I started talking is when you think about essential oils or, or even better, homeopathy, uh, which at some point, if you're interested, Susie could talk to you about at length, just contact her um, personally. But homeopathy, for instance, or essential oil, but certainly homeopathy, it distills down to the very essence of what something is. Very, very minuscule, like trace, not even, not even something that can necessarily be cataloged or found. But what we're going to is we're going towards the absolute essence of the thing. And a lot of people are familiar with essential oils. So you're going for the very deep essence of what that aroma, flavor, component is that brings in its magnified healing energy. And in this case, what I'm looking at is a picture in the sky between Venus and Pluto. And the 
moon being void at the time it occurs, it's, it's really, it's just cutting to that essence. And the moon void in the sign of Leo, Leo, among other things, is about who we love, what, what brings romance and creativity into our lives, that sense of glamour. I mean, what is the thing about the beloved that is so... I mean, yes, some people, you look at them and it's like, oh, that person's beautiful or so good-looking. No wonder so-and-so is in love with them. But that may be a very shallow, ideally, interpretation of why that person is the beloved. It's really down to the essence of who that person is. So the moon enters Virgo at 2.39 p.m., and stays in Virgo until Wednesday. <laughs> and this is actually a very sweet process, transition, as the moon travels through it, because last week was kind of challenging. I don't know if you all felt that, but energetically there was a lot of uh, blocks, uh, situations, confrontations, things that had to be dealt with. And so mid-afternoon on Monday, Tuesday, the 7th, which is Election Day in certain parts of the United States, and into Wednesday are really strong days for getting messages across. So if you've been feeling like there was a lot of things that had to be understood last week, maybe... Uh, self-realizations, realizations within relationships, situations, possible confrontations. These couple of days are very, very strong for being able to articulate the message, whatever it may be. And they're healing days because Virgo energy can be very healing, especially if it's working in tandem with something that's been studied quite a bit and <clears throat> the opportunity is there. If you're experiencing this, you know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, it may still be in the process of unfolding for you or you may have someone come to you and start talking or bringing something to the foreground that that person needs to be heard and said. So Wednesday the 8th, the moon goes void, of course, at 11.55 p.m. And until that point in time, especially in the early evening, evening, uh, this is absolutely great for keeping the energy high and steadying the emotions and the ability to ferry that ship across stormy waters. So if there's something that you've been meaning to address, get done, uh, work through, this is a fabulous day to do it, and you will see, if not right away, you will see that how it's processed through does get you to desired resolution. 
Now, the moon enters Libra at 3.08 a.m. on Thursday the 9th. And once it's in Libra, yes, Libra is a sign of being negotiator, the diplomat, the balance of power, energy, the working things through, the let's make nice. And it's not that points of that won't happen. Well, especially on Thursday, it looks like a pretty good day for having that kind of, yeah, let's bury the hatchet, shake hands, talk about what we may do. And then Friday, you start to really work through all the kinks, all the, well, I'm not going to concede here, or how can we meet halfway? Oh, I don't think we can meet halfway. You have to meet more my way. And so it can be a lot of back and forth. And as always, when I see these lunar movements, I talk a lot about outside situations or talking with people or uh, partnerships or negotiations, but it's also within self. I mean, actually, everything comes down to that. So the 10th could be a day, as could the 9th, where you yourself are going through a lot of back and forth, especially if you're an air sign person. <laughs> uh, Libra, Gemini, Aquarius, uh, but it's even, actually, even anyone with, anyone can be having this type of experience because as we're at the end of Pluto in Capricorn, there is so much coming up about can we hold or last with how we've been doing things for you know, long periods of time, especially anything that, say, institution or something you've worked at a very long time, uh, a way that things are being done. Case in point, some of you may know I've written for um, a branch of Natural Awakenings magazine since 2008 when Pluto first entered Capricorn. And now as it's leaving here end of 2023, I'm stopping. So that's a long stint of time. And what's interesting and I, I'm telling you this is metaphor as we reflect on what may be going on for you on the 9th or the, and the 10th. But as a metaphor, this is a situation where the magazines had a certain profile and it will be changing with new publisher, new way things are being done. And so certain ways that it's been run are going to be very different and it's time for me to step away not because of anything philosophically i'm thinking about what happens next with the magazine 
but I'm going through where I want to emphasize my energy as Pluto moves into Aquarius. So when the moon is engaged through transit with the planet Pluto over the next month, next year, as it's going through this transition, we are really being presented with not only whatever dealing with what has to shift or change with status quo or how things have been run, but in our own orientation of comfort. So this can be a very personal uh, couple of days for you, whatever's coming up. Oh, I've been with this for years and this is not working anymore. Or I've done it this way for years and it's not working anymore. This is the way I've worn my hair, dressed, uh, presented myself in the outer world. This is how I've made money. This is where I've lived. All of these things or some of these things or symbolically a piece of these things may be coming up for you. It all depends how directly Pluto is transiting your personal horoscope. But when through transit, where it is in connection with the moon on a daily weather aspect, we are being confronted with what this feels like. And so for the people who it's magnified, who we come into context with, or we might actually be one of them, this is... These are very strong days. They're days of reckoning. They're days of coming to terms with. Everything may not be magically over by the end of them, but it's a, it's a return. It's looking at, okay, how is this working, not working for me? <clears throat> Saturday the 11th, the moon goes foot, of course, 10.05 a.m., and it enters Scorpio at 1.39 p.m. So that morning into mid-afternoon is we've got void, of course, moon in Libra. Really nice energetically to just be with people you like being with, doing things that feel lovely to you, whether it's painting a wall or baking a pie or taking a walk or having a long talk with someone you care about. Uh, just nothing, nothing that needs to be finished or completed, but just this kind of open-ended enjoyment with dialogue, whatever that dialogue is for you. Once the moon enters Scorpio, now we're in really deep energy for the rest of the weekend that just keeps bringing home. What is it? Is that transformation that you're working through? I mean, for weeks I've been talking about visioning or thinking about the transformation shift that you want to make to take responsibility for that. And so this weekend is really asking us, how are we doing that? What are we putting in place? How is it working for us? 
important to mention that on Saturday in mid-late afternoon, there's a picture in the sky between Mars and Uranus that can symbolize things come out of the blue. So this can be an actual situation or person that comes up. It can be a, you're driving in one direction and there's a detour or there's a sign that points to something you want to explore, um, uh, house sale or something. <laughs> Just know that with what's going on energetically this weekend, taking a tangent may bring you into something that's a little more profound than necessarily a whim. And so you don't have to take action on a surprise or something that comes up for you, unless, of course, it's a detour and you need to turn or you're going to get in trouble. Um, so the important thing to know about Saturday is to keep alert. Keep alert, especially in the afternoon, early evening, <clears throat> because things come up and you want to pay attention to where you are in space. You want to you wanna be able to take appropriate action for whatever may come up. And that's, that's important to do. Overall, this weekend looks like a wonderful period for getting things done that you really want to spend time doing. So it, it's not necessarily a party, connect with a bunch of people weekend, although maybe depending on if that's what you need to get done. Um, but it's more research, delve into have the conversations that may be a bit uncomfortable but get you two points on the other side. Uh, present yourself for therapeutic work. Uh, deep healing work is very available. Feeling a sense of ritual completion can be very profound this particular weekend, putting something to rest to a memory, a ritual, something that needs to be done. Um, overall, the week, again, is one that if we meet it directly, there's a lot of energy that helps us move through difficult passages with grace. So I... I feel very strongly that uh, by the time we get to the end of this weekend that we can have a great sense of personal accomplishment. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, thank you so much, Pam. Now let's go into our meditation. Just take a few deeper breaths and allow yourself to be present, to arrive. And as we do so, feeling that peace of mind as we just reset, 
allowing ourselves to restore And just feel yourself now finding that place of commitment, that place within yourself where you can commit to doing something that is helpful for you. Finding that place which you know exists, it's a place that you go to when you feel the commitment, when you know this is something I need to do, this is something that I want to do, this is something that I feel deep inside and I can commit to it. Just that feeling, just find that feeling. What have you committed to before in your whole life? Find that place where you have committed and have a look at what are the things that you have committed to. Just notice what categories those things fall into. Do they fall into a lifestyle or a belief system? Are they only about yourself? Are they about others? It's actually a really interesting question to think about is, what are the commitments that I have made in my life? Which ones do I still hold? Which ones are still present for me? Which ones have I had for years and years and years? And what is it actually that we call a commitment? And of course, tap in now, as we always do in our meditations, really tap into that feeling. What is the feeling of commitment? What does it feel like in your body? What does it feel like to make that commitment? And a commitment is a is a very particular thing that we do it's a very particular action a very particular word it's not a vow it's not a promise it's not a I can do it's not an obligation it's a commitment I am committing myself to so it involves the self And it involves our belief system, our understanding of the world, our desire, our needs perhaps.
And as we are now coming into the deeper part now of this season, the darker part, as we have just crossed into the darker part of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. And if you are listening to us in the Southern Hemisphere, you're heading into the light. So there is this time of transition and a time of adjusting our lifestyle for those of us in the North as we head into the colder months, our lifestyle changes. So just notice what you might want to perhaps introduce now as a new thing into your life, as a new commitment that really accommodates, anticipates these changes. Perhaps you might want to concentrate something about your lifestyle, your work, your commitments, how you spend your time. And let's pull in some really strong energy now of how we would like to manifest perhaps a new commitment now for our life. A new commitment to a healthier physical body, a healthier mental landscape, a healthier emotional way of being, perhaps committing to a more rigorous spiritual lifestyle, committing to bringing in more loving kindness, And allow yourself to manifest this from the deepest part of the self, the self that is absolute, timeless, the part of you that can make really powerful and strong commitments. Really dig deeply into that self part of you. Find that power. And from that place, create that manifestation. And powerfully commit now to bringing what it is now that you need and want and desire into your life, into your world. Hopefully that will benefit not just yourself but all beings. And feel that energy now arising.
and coming forth from that very strong part of you. And as you take a few deeper breaths, as you start to become more aware of your physical body, perhaps use this time now to encourage others as well in the next coming weeks to really help others as well to manifest from their place of true strength. Let's make a commitment together to be here to help others. Gently opening your eyes, a few nice deeper breaths. Thank you, everyone, for being with us this week. Have a wonderful week, and we'll be with you next week. Thank you so much. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, ActiveSpirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.